This is Love Talk, the Monica Marshall Podcast. For everyone who desires honest soul-to-soul conversations that will encourage, empower, and fire you up to break strongholds, establish your role in God's plan for this world, and to take bold actions. Here's your host, Monica Marshall. Hi, friends. A fall theme is called Fear Not, a reminder of who's in charge, and we are talking all about overcoming the spirit of fear and growing boldly in faith. My hope is that each day you grow more and more in confidence and develop a supernatural courage and boldness. This week is all about fear of sharing faith. And today we'll talk about how to share our faith so it is received with curiosity. Yesterday, we talked about being evangelists just by sharing our testimony. And the testimonies are so special that I know they can resonate with millions of people, especially with those who are seeking. But we have to be careful about how we share them. Some people may not be ready and Majority, especially strangers, will not know us enough to trust us, to even listen to our testimonies. And if they do, they may just walk away feeling like, well, what are they trying to tell me? Friends, we need to start with knowing the truths, knowing who he is, what he does, and what we receive. When we know who he is, what he does, and what he's given us, we will live in a different way. A way that's going to allow others to start seeing a change in us, start seeing the miracles that he brings into our lives, Start seeing the love he pours into us because they will feel loved through us. You'd be surprised to know how many non-believers are watching us. They are watching very carefully, noticing two things. One is being weird about how we should be Christians, but we aren't. And another, noticing how we are changing, how we are looking at them with a different twinkle in eyes, how our random good morning is said with the sweetness in our voice. When we know who he is, what he does and what we receive from them, we become more like him and those who are seeking notice it very quickly. They are drawn to it. When I met my husband, he was not a believer. I was a pretty new believer, but he wasn't one. And after a few months, he actually asked me what was so different about me. He said, you just have this joy and this twinkle in your eye. And I just feel so loved by you, but not in a way girls love boys. It's something different. (laughs) I just looked at him and simply said, oh, I have Jesus in my belly. 
because that's exactly when where Jesus resides in my body. Um, but that's what I said. And he looked at me and I will never forget that moment. He said, well, how did he move in there? Friends, that started an amazing conversation, but it could have not happened if I wasn't changing. When we become Christians, and even if we are seasoned in our Christian journey, we often start overthinking whether we should share and how. The fear, the spirit of fear gets into us and we start thinking of all the reasons why we should not open a mouth. We get wrapped up in questions such as, how do I even start a conversation if someone's an atheist or a part of other religion? What do I say if they already have so many misconceptions about Christianity? And what if I sound like a clunky old salesman from the 80s movies? What if I share all these non-important facts and forget about what matters most? And so many others, so many other questions that come to us because the spirit of fear wants us to be stopped. <laughs> when I met people that I wanted so badly to talk about faith, my head would literally spin for days with all those questions and I would cowardly walk away from even the idea of sharing. But friends, when you are changed and you live in a new way and it is new you, those questions don't matter because people already see God in you. None of those questions matter because they already sense the love. They already see the light. The misconceptions they may have about others are diminishing when they look at you. And you have such a great helper. The Bible says that when you are brought before synagogues, rulers and authorities, do not worry about how you will defend yourself or what you will say, for the Holy Spirit will teach you at the time what you should say. You have a helper, friends. So not only you are changed from the inside out, but now you have this Holy Spirit doing the work for you. I really didn't know how to do a lot of things and how to share my faith. and. I was so clunky about it so many times until I asked the Lord how to take the next step. He surprised me with answering my question with another question. He said, Monica, do you believe that Jesus is your Lord and Savior? Well, well, yes, I do. And because I received that gift, I want to do what he calls me to do and share his beautiful name with the world. And what did he say? 
he said, Now that I'm your Lord and Savior, there's a specific way you need to live. I gave you a commission to go and make disciples. And so many fall into a recruiting mode. The moment they hear those verses, make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, they go out with the recruiting mode in their hearts and they just pound the gospel on others. And then they wonder why no one wants to buy what they are selling. No one wanted to buy what I was selling when I was recruiting. I wasn't making disciples. I was recruiting people to maybe possibly become ones. Jesus said, Monica, you can't just recruit Christians. It doesn't work that way. You need to love them first. Remember what I said love one another, and then make disciples. Start with love. Friends, if there's anything you need to remember from this episode is this. Show others love before you share the gospel. In John thirteen thirty five, Jesus says, By this will everyone know that you are my disciples, if you love one another. And if you love one another, those who are watching you, waiting for you to trip, waiting for you to try to recruit them, waiting for you to act like a dummy, will start feeling that love. And when they feel that love, they will start trusting you. And when they trust you, their hearts will open so they can not only listen to your testimony, but hear it. Love one another. Start with love before you share the gospel. The moment we stop selling Jesus, the moment we stop recruiting people for Jesus and start loving like Jesus loved us, we receive unexplainable favor from those who are seeking and even those who are not believing. We develop a character worth copying and not just a cell script that people can hang up on. Love first. When you know the truths, when you know who he is, what he does, and what you received, you start becoming like him. And when you become like him, you lead out of love. And when you love first, you will be able to share the gospel in ways that everyone will be receptive to. You will make disciples of all nations. Let me lead you in a prayer. I will leave you with a few minutes of melody so you can have a soul to soul chat with the Father. Be raw and honest and just lay it all out in front of Him. No filter, no pretty words. 
Don't make your prayer perfect. Don't script it. Let it flow. Just you and your heart. Those are the best prayers. Father, thank you for first loving us. Thank you for showing us who you are, what you've done for us. Thank you for showing us how we can receive it all. Thank you for loving us first so then we can love everybody else. Thank you for being patient with us and thank you for correcting us. Thank you for your constant reminder of your love. Thank you for erasing all the fears associated with sharing our faith and replacing them with this burning desire to do it out of compassion and love for our brothers and sisters. Father, I pray that anyone who's listening to today's episode walks away knowing that when they love first, they'll be able to share the good news about your salvation with everyone. And I pray that those who are still seeking and who are still lost, if they are listening today, they immediately get sent to someone who loves them. That they can just close their eyes and see a face of a Christian that loves them and is so excited to tell them about you, bring them into their lives. Father, I ask that today, as everyone's wondering who they could share with and how they could share, they take a moment to pause, rest in you, and just feel the depths of your love. That they know that Jesus died for them, that's how much they are loved. And that when that moment passes and they open their eyes, the love beaming out of their faces will be seen by anyone who comes in contact.